The Tragedy of Romeo and Juliet by William Shakespeare Prologue The Prologue The Prologue Enter Chorus Chorus Two households both alike in dignity In fair Veronica Where we lay our scene From ancient grudge break to new mutiny well, civil blood makes civil hands unclean from forth the fatal loins of these two foes. A pair of star-crossed lovers take their life, whose misadventure piteous overthrows. Doth with their death bury their parents' strife, a faithful passage of their death-marked love. Continuance of their parents' rage, which, but their children's end, naught could remove, is now two hours' traffic of our stage, and which, if you with patience ears attend, what here shall miss, or toil shall strive to mend. At one, scene one, a public pace, enter Samson and Gregory, armed with swords and bucket, bucket, bucklers, Samson, Gregory, oh my word, will you not carry coals? Gregory, no, for then we shall be cholerous. Samson, I mean, if we are, if it, we, be in cholera, we be drawn. Gregory, aye, while you live, draw your neck out the collar. Samson, I strike quickly, being moved, Gregory. But thou art not quickly moved to strike, Samson. A dog of the house of Monaco moves me, Gregory, and to move is to stir, and to be vision is to stand. Therefore, if thou art love moved, thou runnest away, Samson. A dog of that house shall move me to stand. I shall take the wall of any man or maid of Montagu's. <coughs> Gregory. As shows thee a weak slave for the weakest goes to the wall. Samson, true, therefore women, being the weaker vessels, are ever thrust to the wall. Therefore I will push Mundagul's men from the wall and thrust his maids to the wall. Gregory, the quarrel is between our masters and us, their men. Samson, this all one, I show myself a torrent when I have fought. With the men, I will be civil. With the maids, I will cut off their heads. Gregory, the heads of the maidens? Samson, aye, the heads of the maidens, or their maiden heads. Take it, in what sense thou wilt. Gregory, they, they must take it, in the sense they feel it. Samson, me, they feel, well, I am able to stand this known. I am a pretty piece of flesh. Gregory, this thy will art not art not fish, if I have it, thou havest been poor, John. Trolley tall. Here comes the house of Montagues. Enter Abraham and Bannister. Samson, my naked weapon is out. Crawl, I will be back thee. I will back thee, Gregory. How? Turn thy back and run? Samson, fear me not. Gregory, no, marry. I fear thee. Samson, let us not 
Let's just take the laws of our studies. Let them begin. Greggy, I will frown as I pass by. Let them take it as they list. Sense and nay as they dare. I will bite my thumb at them. This is a disgrace to them as they bear it. Abraham, do you bite your thumb at us, sir? Simpson, I do bite my thumb, sir. Abraham, do you bite your thumb at us, sir? Samson, it's the law on our side if I say I. Gregory, no. Samson, no, sir. I will not bite my thumb at you, sir. I bite my thumb, I bite my thumb, sir. Gregory, do you quarrel, sir? Abraham, quarrel, sir? No, sir. Samson, but if you do quarrel, sir, I am with, for you. I serve as good man as you. Abraham, no better. Samson, well, sir, enter Belavero. Gregory, well, I say, Gregory, say better. Here comes one of my master's kinsmen. Samson, yes, better, sir. Abraham, you lie. Samson, draw if you want you be men. Gregory, remember thy washing blow. They fight. Belavero fall apart, falls. Put up your swords. You know not what you do. Beats down his swords. Enter Tabot. Tabot, what art thou drawn among these heartless hinds? Turn thee, Bravo, look upon thy death. Bravo, I did not but keep the peace, but put my thy sword, or manage it to part these men with me. Tabot, what drawn and took a peace? I hate the world as I hate hell. All monticles on thee have of thee, coward. If I enter free of the four citizens, the clubs, first citizen, clubs, bills and partisans, strike, bait them down, down with the couplets, down with the montagues, enter couplet in his gown, a lady couplet, couplet, what noise is this, give me my long sword, oh, oh, lady couplet, a crutch, a crutch, why shall you, why call you for a sword, couplet, I saw they say, old montague is come, a Pharisee's his blade in spite of me, Enter Montagu and his lady Montagu. Montagu, thou captain couplet, hold on me not, let me go. Lady Montagu, thou shalt not stir one foot to seek a foe. Enter Prince Acarius with attendants, Prince Rebellious subjects, enemies to peace, profoundness of this neighbour, staying still. Will they not hear? What ho, you men, you beasts, that quench the fire of your Peterius rage with purple fountains issuing from your veins on pain of torture from those bloody hands. Throw those mistempered weapons to the ground. Hear the sentence of your mood, prince. Free bought civil brawls, bred on an airy word. But thee, old couplet of Montague, have twice disturbed the peace of our streets, made Veronica's ancient citizens cast. I made Veronica's ancient citizens cast by their graves be seeming ornaments to weld old partisans in hands as old, cankered with peace, cankered with peace to part with cankered hate. If ever you disturb your uh, streets again, your life shall pay the forfeit of the peace. For this, for all this time, all the great rest depart, depart away. You couplets shall go along with me. I must go come you this afternoon. To know our, fo- our father pleasure in this case, to old Freetown, our common judgment place, once more pain of death 
or then depart. Escoot prince and attendants, couplet, lady couplet, tablet, citizens, the servants. Montagu, who set this ancient argument up, new approach, speak, nephew. Were you by when it began? Barolovo, here were the servants of your adversary, adversary. Yours close fighting, eh? I did approach, I drew to part them. In an instant came the fiery turbot, his sword prepared, which he breathed defiance to my ears. He swung about his head, I cut the winds, who nothing hurt with ill. I hissed him in the scorn, while he was interchanging thrusts and blows, came more and more, fought on part and part. The prince came, who parted their either part. Lady Monaco, oh, where is Romeo? Saw him today, say glad I'm not, he is not at his fray. But over a madam an hour before, worshipped sun peered forth the golden window of the east. A troubled mind drave me to walk alone abroad. But underneath the grove of Sycamore, the west roofeth from this town side. So early walking, walking did I see your son. Towards him I made but he was wary of me, and stole into the covenant of the wood. I imagined his fetches by my own, which their most sought were most sought not to be found, being one not too many by my weary self. Pursued my humour, not pursuing his, and gladly shunned, who gladly fled with from he. Montagu, many a morning have he there been seen, with tears omenking, Argumenting the fresh morning dew, adding clouds, more clouds, with deep sighs. But all so soon, as all cheering sun, should it the furthest east begin to draw, shady curtains on an adorous bed, away with the light seals home, my heavy son, private in his chamber pens himself, shuts up his window, locks fair daylight out, makes himself an artificial night. Black and ponderous must his humour prove, unless good counsel may the cause remove. But over my noble uncle, do you know the cause? Montagu, I neither know it nor can learn of him. Bonbarabo, have you impronted him by any means, Montagu? Both by myself and many other friends, be he his own affections counsellor, is to himself, I should say true. But himself so secret, so close, so far from sounding a discovery, as his bit built from envious worm, ere he could spread his sweet leaves to the air, or dedicate his beauty to the sun. Could he not but we could we not but learn from whence his sorrows grow, we would as willingly give cure as known. Enter Romeo Bellovo. See where he comes, see please, you step aside. I speak his grievance, or be such deni- much denied. Montagu, I would de- thou wert so happy by the thy de- stay to hear true shrift. Come, madam, let's away. Escoot. Montagu and Lady Montagu. Bavaro, good morning, cousin. Morrow, cousin. Romeo, is they so young? Bellovo, but new struck nine. Romeo, I, me, sad hours seem long. Was it my father that went hence so fast, Bolero? It was, what sadness lets us Romeo's hours. Romeo not having that which 
Having makes them short. Bolero in love, Romeo out. Bolero of love, Romeo out of her favour, where I am in love. Bolero, alas, that love, so gentle in his view, should be so trenarious and rough in proof. Romeo, alas, that love, whose view is muffled still, should without eyes see pathways of his will. Where shall we dine? Oh me, what fray was here? Yet tell me not, for I have heard it all. Here much to, to do with hate, but more with love. Where I then, O oh, brawling love, O oh, low loving hate, O oh, lo- oh, anything of nothing first curate, O oh, heavy lightness, seriously, serious vanity, misshapen chaos of well-seeming forms, feather-led, bright smoke, cold fire, sick health, still waking sleep, that is not what it is, this feel, love I feel, love feel I, that this love feel I, that feel no love in this, doth thou not laugh, but over, no cuz I rather weep, Romeo, good heart at what, but over, at thy good heart's oppression, Romeo, why is such love transgression, Greece of mine own lie heavy in my breast, which thou wilt propagate to have it pressed. With more of thine is love that are hath shown, doth add our grief to too much for mine own. Love is smoke made with fumous sighs, being purged and fire sparkling in lovers' eyes, being vexed as sea, nourished with lovers' tears. What is else? A man is most discreet, as choking gall and preserving sweet. Farewell, my cuz, going. Bolero, soft, I will go alone long. If you leave me so, you do me wrong. Romeo, tut, I have lost myself. I am not here. This is not Romeo. He is some other where. Bolero, tell me in sadness, who is it that you love, Romeo? What shall I groan and tell thee? But overgrown, why not? Why no? But sadly, tell me who? Romeo bid a sick man in sadness make his will. A word ill urged to one that is so ill. In sadness, cousin, I do love a woman. But over, I aim so near when suppose you loved. Romeo, right, good smartsman, and she fair I love. But over, right, fair mark, fair cousin, is sin of hit. Romeo, well, in that hit you miss, she did not be hit. With Cupid's arrow, she have then wait, wit. In strong proof of chastity, well armed. From love, weak, childish, bell, she ch- lives uncharmed. She will not stay the siege of loving terms, nor bide an account of sailing eyes, nor opt a lap to saint seduced in gold. Oh, she's rich in beauty, only poor. That when she dies, with beauty dies her store. Blovo, then she has sworn she will still live chastely. Where may she have, in that sparing make huge waste, for beauty starved with a scenarity, cuts beauty off with all posterity. She is too fair, too wise, wisely too fair, to make bliss by making me despair. She have full form to love, and without vow, so I live dead, and live to tell it now. Forever be ruled by me, forget to think of her. Romeo, oh, teach me how I should 
forget to think, but over by giving liberty unto thy eyes, examining other beauties. Going in this the way to call hers and squit in question more, his happy mask that fair kiss ladies' brows, being black, put us in mind, they hide the fair. He that is stricken blind cannot forget the precious treasure of his eyesight lost. Show me a mistress that is is passing fair, or doth her beauty serve but as a note where I may read who pass at passing fair. Farewell, thou Cassus, not teach me to forget, but ever I pay that doctrine, or else die in debt as scoot. This is from the Project Goldberg book ebook of Romeo and Juliet by William Shakespeare.